Here, in your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes those things end up here, in Dilstonia, where the Jifflings live on their little Jiffling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so that they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. Ooh, I'm ever so excited. The hedge, who was a very lazy jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for bed yet? Albert, the ship's gardener. Who's been in me cabbage patch, Lake? Friedeline, a very bossy jiffling who keeps law and order on the ship. Come on now, jifflings, it is time for work. And Miss Katie, who is just a little bit vain. I'm not vain, I'm just really, really beautiful. Today was a very exciting day for the jifflings. It was Christmas Eve, and each jiff was getting the ship ready for their special day. Friedeline was mopping the deck. The hedge was baking the mince pies, although he was eating quite a few of them too. Miss Katie was dressing the mast in all the finest ribbons and lights that she found in her special dressy-uppy drawer. And Albert was getting all of the lovely Brussels sprouts ready for Christmas dinner. But young Pumpkin had rather another idea entirely. Ooh, dear Santa Jiffling, please can I have a great big racing track to go and a croquet set to go thwack and a flute to go tinkly-dee with. Hey, I don't think you should be quite so greedy, young Pumpkin. One present plenty for a Jiff, you know. Jifflings reuse things. They don't need things they don't need. This was very true, but of course it was Christmas, and at Christmas everybody deserved to feel a little bit special. It's just a small list. I've been a very good little Jiffling. So have we all, Pumpkin. But your list is the longest list that a Jiff ever listed. There is simply no need for this. The Jifflings all looked along the deck, and indeed, Young Pumpkin's list stretched as far as the eye could see. Like... That list looks so comfy, man. I might just take a small lay down on it. No unzi no, Hedge. You must keep your Christmas eyes open. Kleiner Pumpkin, you ask for so many things. You ask for the Christmas pony? Oh, I like ponies. I like ponies. And you have asked for a trampoline made out of jelly, which is simply ridiculous. I like jelly and jumping. You have asked for the festive mouse roller coaster for our pet mouse, Jeffrey. Oh, I like Jeffrey. And I like roller coasters. Ray, I think Jeffrey might be scared of heights, you know. He doesn't much like it when we climb up the ladder and trim the apple trees at the back of the boat. Yeah, and you have asked for a big friendly dinosaur who is not only the make-believe, he would also make the terrible mess. Santa Jiffling does not have the time for all this. Your list is nearly as long as the ship. And considering their ship is as big as your imagination, well, it really was a terribly long list. The size, almost, of a lolloping Christmas giant. Oh, bother. I think I might have been rather greedy. Well, 
no time to rub things off your list just now, young pumpkin, because that was the sound of a new object which had been lost or thrown away on earth and had found its way into the jifflings' net. Hurry up now. You'll only manage to pull it in if all five jifflings help. Goodness me, Jiffs. This object really was very sparkly and very shiny and very pretty, wasn't it? It was yellow and round with a great big twinkling moon stuck up on the top. Hey, this looks like a snack backpack that I can carry my afternoon cookies in. Nine, it is a headlamp, which we put on our faces so we can see in the dark what work still needs to be done. Then Miss Katie stepped forwards, for she had been told all about this object, and now she was ready to share what it really was. This is the diamond ring that belongs to a beautiful countess. And my great cousin, Liz Liz Jiffling, told me all about it. Miss Katie hopped up onto the story seat. She made sure everybody had their eyes on her, just as she liked. And then she started to tell the tale. Once, a long time ago, there was a countess called Regina, who loved to play with all the other children in the neighbourhood. She liked to play hopscotch, and dressy up was her favourite game. But she didn't need to dress up as a princess, because a countess is almost the same thing. One day, her mummy told Countess Regina it was her birthday, and so she was going to have a party. Regina was very excited, and she put on her finest frock. Then, when everybody turned up, they each gave her a shiny present, all wrapped up in paper and bows. There were presents as far as the eye could see. Brandon, the baker's son, got her a dozen donuts. (laughs) Laria, the blacksmith's daughter, bought her a tutu fit for a ballerina. But Regina didn't try it on because she had so many more presents still to open. So she threw it on the big present pile. And whilst everybody else had fun, she just spent the whole day opening her gifts. Years went by and Regina started to get presents every day because that's what everybody thought she liked. But she never saw her friends anymore, because all she did was open presents, and that started to make Regina sad. Then, one day, Brandon, the baker's son, came back with one very special present. He was going to ask Regina to marry him, so he brought her a huge diamond ring. But when Regina opened it, she gasped in surprise, and the ring flew right out of her hand and fell into the enormous pile of presents. No matter how hard they looked, they couldn't find the ring anywhere. But because Regina and Brandon were so in love, she told him they didn't need the ring and they'd get married anyway. And Regina told everyone that instead of presents, all she wanted was to spend time with her friends. And so they had the happiest wedding day ever. And now, because they've forgot all about the ring, it's ended up here, and we Jifflings will make good use of it. Indeed, Friedeline, for it is always best to try and find a new use for something, instead of just throwing it away. But now, they all had to decide what to use the ring for. It could be like a Christmas tree ornament, man. Hey, what about a lovely gardener's seat, where I can take a rest? and admire me parsnips. Then, 
Young Pumpkin stepped forwards, for he had a lovely, sparkly idea. Ooh, I think we should use it as a shiny disco ball, so we can all spend the day together and have a wonderful Christmas Eve party together. Yeah. Yay! Yes, Young Pumpkin, I think that would be splendid. After all, Christmas is always best when you get to spend time together. The Jifflings all heaved the ring into the middle of their ship and hung it from the mast, where it shined very brightly. And Miss Katie and Friedeline sang a funny Christmassy song whilst everybody danced along and played Christmassy games until the sun went down. It's a Christmas fun for the Jifflings. We love dressy old people more at Christmas. Dance and play and later tidy up. Spend in time with the Jifs we love. Then... Everyone felt very tired and knew it was time to go to bed before Santa Jiffling arrived. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Jiffmas! And it is the Merry Jiffmas! Good night, young pumpkin. Oh, good night. Good night, Albert. Well, I'll see you in the morning, Lake. Good night, Friedeline. And it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge? Oh, I think the Hedge is asleep already. And goodbye to you, wherever you are. Hopefully next time you see a thing that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye. Bottleship was written mostly by me, Charlie Conquest. And a tiny little bit by me, Ben Mullins. All voices were performed by Charlie and Ben, and all audio production was by Ben. Thank you for listening to Bottleship. We hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye! Goodbye.